When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother and Father podcast right here on the internet. I you am know, your host, Josh. What's up? One of these days, you're going to make that comment, and we are going to end up in one of those big gang wars like in Anchorman 2, where it's going to be all these fucking podcasts coming together, and we're going to have to bail it out for the uh, supremacy of the yellow umbrella. It's true, you know. And there's uh, only fucking two of us, man. We're scrappy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this no, folks, I'm right scrappy here. and you're Scooby. This is my bit, my best bud, John. <laughs> How you doing, man? You seem I like am, you're in a damn good mood. I am pumped <laughs> up and ready to talk about the season finale of How I Met Ooh. Your Father. Yeah, man. What a season finale it was. Now, before Ooh. we get into breaking down like everything about the episode and you get into who directed and blah, 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 blah. Did this episode make you cry? Yes. I mean, yes. this was a, this was everything I was expecting the entire season and more. Yeah. The payoff was amazing. Uh, the, the two cameos were phenomenal. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, you, you could not get an, a better episode. Then the season finale. Yeah, it was it was it was perfect for what they were building toward. Uh, I don't know if I, I feel like there was only one other thing, which is very small, and I make a note as you know. I'll get to it when we when we talk through the episode. But uh, of one thing that I would have liked to have seen, it's very small though, and didn't Fair. didn't change. Was how it much Ranjik? I loved it. No, but that would have been you, pretty cool too. <laughs> I'm not sure he was going to be the one driving the limo, picking Robin up. That would have been pretty dope. It just, we just kind of go outside with her, and she gets in, and it's Ranji, and they drive Hello. off. That would have been pretty dope. I would. I got I would have really enjoyed that, but uh, no, All I hadn't right. even thought about that. My but. rant is over. Please continue with your statistics. All now. right, folks. Like like he said, we are here for the season finale of How I Met Your Father. Season 1, Episode 10, Timing is Everything, aired March 15th of 2022, directed by Pamela Fryman. She gets in for the final episode here, uh, and written by the showrunners, Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, so... Uh, it, which makes sense, you know. They want to. They started it. They want to. They want to finish it off and make it strong. Oh, yeah, bookmark it. And they did a hell of a job making it strong. 
the summary for this leaves a little bit out, I got to say. I almost added some of my own. I was like, you know what? No, I haven't done that yet. I'm not going to do it now. So it says, Sophie gets romantic advice from someone who's been through it all. Valentina and Charlie face a tough crossroads, and Jesse makes a choice. Nothing about Ellen. Nothing about Sid and Hannah. Wow, yeah. Yeah, so uh, like I said. It's kind of shitty. They leave a little bit out, but uh, and I almost I almost put something in about Sid and Hannah, and then I was like, well, if I do that, I got to put something in about Ellen, and that's getting kind of crowded, and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> this is the official Hulu synopsis, or, you know, summary or whatever that yeah. they have. So I'm just going with it. So there you is, heard it folks. first, people. He's just going with it. That's right. So uh, this episode really it breaks down into three main uh, kind of storylines. We get a little, we get a something extra at the beginning, which is great, which ties into the ending. Uh, and then we have the three separate storylines kind of running throughout. So we'll we'll start off with the captain and Becky going through their divorce at the very beginning here. Yeah, man. It's crazy stuff. We get some cool references here. Uh, he mentions Farhampton. I, an, I mean, he references a lot between yeah, which this I thought was and cool. the ending. Uh, he's got a, a bottle of Glenn McKenna from 1831. Which, a near An almost 200-year-old bottle of Glenn McKenna. That was worth over like $3 million. $3 million, man. And... Uh, I mean, I know I'm jumping a little ahead here, but when he rips that fucker open, it hurt. It, it like broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't ever really go in order anyway. And you're talking about the captain's shit right now, yeah. anyway. So it works. I'm the, just like the thing uh, that made me laugh was is that we got Becky's classic line broken down yes. into a new version. She she wants three things, John. And what are those three things? Boats, boats. Boats. And I was so happy when she said that. It was, <laughs> Even it was, though I knew, like, I was like, oh, she's going to take his fucking boats. It was still great to hear her say it. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, it was just, I feel really bad because, like, obviously she really loved the captain. She because, did. Because, yeah. I mean, they've been together for years at this point. Yeah. So it's, it's like, fuck, time. man. Like, you're going to throw all that away for some random piece of ass? Like, yeah. And, <sighs> Since we're talking about the captain stuff and we're kind of talking about his beginning and end there, uh, with the court thing, I love that he's like, I haven't been this upset since somebody stole my pineapple in 2005. Yeah, that Therefore, was awesome. Canonizing the, the deleted scene for the pineapple incident. Yep. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go check out the pineapple incident episode of Last Call at McLaren's, yeah. where we, we shoehorn that in there in the episode. Uh, it's a great deleted scene. If you haven't seen it, you can look it up on YouTube. Yep, it's one of the it's one of the very few deleted scenes that they actually have available. Yeah, like how I met your mother was known for not including the things like deleted scenes. Yeah, which was, I thought was always a bummer. Um, because like I have the DVD set, you really you don't get you get bloopers no, and stuff yeah. if you don't get deleted scenes. And so uh, it, it was it was really a bummer, but that one has always stood out because like. It answered a, an age-long question, you know, a whole, an entire series-long question about well, what the fuck happened. It also, you're going to love this, because I'm going to use this to go back and we'll start another storyline. You ready for this? It shows that even when you're telling a specific part of a story, 
Timing is everything. It is. Oh, <laughs> it is everything, man. It's and this whole this whole episode really is about timing. Yeah, for everybody. For everybody. And, and I love the way that they kind of subtly do that. You know, they don't make like they talk about the whole timing thing in one of the, you know when with Robin and everything, which obviously I'm. Hey, if you haven't watched the episode, you haven't watched the episode. What the fuck are you doing? Um, (laughs) That's on you. (laughs) But uh, like she specifically talks about that, but it literally weaves through all of the storylines. So, well, let's let's talk about the most short storyline of it. Let's talk about Ellen. Oh, you want to do Ellen as a separate? I had her, Charlie, and Vale all together because really, really, they're all together until. The last Ellen scene that where she's by true. herself. Like then, yeah, they, no, they, let's let's yeah, wrap so, it in there then. Yeah, so uh, we'll do Char- Charlie Vale Ellen. Uh, so here we go, this, Charlie Vale Ellen. Sto- this she, story arc kills me. Yeah, she. <laughs> I love that Ellen comes to back to the apartment and like Charlie and Vale are in bed, but he's still awake. <laughs> Because he can't sleep until she gives him like back scratches and sings Enya to him. Yeah, makes me wonder which Enya song it is, though. That's true. Actually, it's only time. I mean, I've, hey, that would work. Timing is everything, right? I mean, <clears throat> I thought that before. I really thought about the whole timing is everything, but yeah, yeah, it probably works. it works, man. It works, uh, and yeah, Ellen comes home with a cat, <laughs> with a very nice cat that hates her. Yeah, the, the cat totally like you hear it hissing like throughout the like throughout even just like kind of subtly she'll just be sitting there and she'll be, you know you hear the like the, like the growl oh, of, yeah. from the cat which I think is kind of hilarious uh, to me because this cat just is it though, does not like her is it hilarious I thought it was pretty funny because <laughs> <laughs> she wants well, so desperately to have this cat kind of like fill a void for her I mean she's the only one at this point though who's dramatically single she's she's going through so much shit she uprooted her entire life her brother's yeah. got all this shit going on all her friends have shit going on and then there's just ellen who can't seem to find a job can't seem to find yeah. love we we do kind of figure out why she's having such a hard time finding dates yeah because she apparently has her dating app set to couples only yep <laughs> However, and I will for say months. this, though. They showed a little bit of a scene when she's doing the meeting with Goliath. Yeah. And she makes the joke, oh, you're the head of lettuce. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? I don't get it. Yeah, he didn't get and it. She's like, the head of lettuce. And I'm like, how fucking stupid do you have to be? Like, even if you don't get the joke, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's common knowledge that a... a Thing of yeah. lettuce comes as a head. Yeah, like so I thought it. I thought it was a clever, funny joke, and this dude's just like, uh, it took him forever to to yeah. figure out this joke. It reminded me of Dogma with Jay. <laughs> like, holy oh, I get it. A holy bartender. That's a great one. That's what it reminded me of because oh, it's like it just man. took him so long to get this joke, and I'm just like. Dude, it's a killer joke. What are you talking I about? Mean, she gets the job though in the end, and that's she impressive. does. Yeah, she does. Now, he, like he figures out the joke, and it and it makes it it impresses him enough to I think to where that's I think that's why he 
He gave it a oh, job. I don't doubt that at all. Was the joke. So not get too Lettuce far Road. ahead of that part of the storyline, but the excuse me, yeah. the Charlie Vale side of it is very sad because they're obviously oh. going through some shit. Yeah, we 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 now know because like we talked about it in the last episode, why Charlie has that look on his face at the end. Yes, you know he they embrace. He's got this look. We we said it in the episode. You know something bad is coming. Yep. And sure as shit, man, they 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 didn't hold back here. Uh, Charlie tells Ellen that he doesn't want kids, but Vale does. Oh you know, yeah. Because they because she mentioned that in the previous episode. And uh, I thought what I thought was with the cat in this one. What I thought was interesting in both How I Met Your Mother and How I Met Your Father, the foreigner. Doesn't want kids. Oh shit! You know, I, didn't I just thought that, that was interesting with Robin, you know, being from Canada yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it just kind of happened that way, or if they were thinking about that at all. I don't know, but I just thought it was interesting, especially because she's in the episode later. On. She is. Uh, let's see what else we got in here. Uh, yeah. So he he says that he doesn't want kids because he doesn't want to turn into his mother who became. He says a, a mean and spiteful woman, but it's like just because she did doesn't mean you will, dude. And exactly. I get the fear, but he is so like dead set at no that he obviously doesn't believe in himself enough to where he would be different from her. You know, I mean, I I get it. I get having the fear in the back of your mind. And using it to push you to be a better parent, but at the same time, man, he's he's young. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't know what it's like to be on his own and shit yet. So I kind of get that fear of not wanting to fuck a kid's life up. Is so yeah, I mean, I things can turn around because Robin, for the most part, always said throughout the show running too, she never wanted kids, and yeah. it wasn't until she found out she couldn't have kids that her attitude towards that kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, she always, she also was always like, I never want to get married, and she she got married in yep. that show as well. So, yeah, you know, uh, I mean, we know people who used to say they never wanted kids, and oh, now yeah. they have now they have a kid. So, <laughs> hi, Sherry. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, things things can change. Things can definitely change. But uh, as you know, as they're chatting, Vale wakes up. And then she gets all maternal with the cat. So maternal with the cat. Yeah, and it's just like right away, just boom, all like, oh, cute baby. And just like, yeah, Charlie uh, freaking out a bit here. John, what I thought was out. really funny is where Ellen's like, oh, yeah, the cat likes me too. <laughs> and she like picks it up and the cat's like, Rah. and I'm just like, Oh man, it was so funny. Because you can hear it in her voice where she's just like, oh yeah, the cat and me. Yeah. Oh, because it was going to be her emotional support animal. Yeah. We, we didn't mention that. I thought that no. was worth mentioning. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I love where the Ellen part of this storyline ends, where she's like going to take the cat somewhere with her. And if she's leaving the across. It's because things get awkward because Charlie blurts out. He doesn't want kids. Yes. He, he's like, I don't want kids ever. 
because like she's getting all maternal, and then she's like clockwork, and she <laughs> just takes the cat. I think she she winds up going in her room at one point, yeah. And then she comes back out, and the cat's in a duffel bag, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious because uh, she doesn't have a cat carrier. She, you know, it's not her cat. Yeah. Um. So she she and the line she's like it reached up through and scratched my nipple. Yeah, it got under my bra and scratched <laughs> my nipple. Oh, uh, Ellen has some some good some good. It's, her part is very short in this episode, but she it had wasn't some, the last episode though too. That's true, um, but she had some good stuff in it, so uh, I'll give her that. But yeah, uh, then the ending stuff with her, I yeah. I thought was really good. Um, she's out in the hallway and she runs into none other than Rachel. Yep. Yep. For those of you who don't remember Rachel, she's the granddaughter of the lady across the hall. Mm -hmm. Uh, We met her a couple of episodes ago when uh, (laughs) they went. Oh, well, Ellen specifically went over there to steal tomatoes. Yep. The whole tomato. (laughs) During her like wake funeral type thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like ballsy. So then they get to talking about, you know, how Ellen had made such a bad first impression yeah and she's like i'm sorry as well and then she's like oh you seem really distraught and rachel's like well i'm i kind of am because my grandma's cat got out and i was like oh my god i found your cat and it's i love again though as she unzips the bag and is picking him up to hand him over cat's like yeah yeah the whole time this cat is not hates her yeah yeah, and and because of all of this, Rachel gives her a second chance. And instantly, Ellen sneezes <laughs> in her face. Yeah, because we forgot to mention that she kind of has this like sneezing attack earlier. I'm, like, I'm, I'm assuming she's allergic to cats. Yeah, she must be. Which I, <laughs> that's going to work out real well. <laughs> that's what histamines, man. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she totally just right in her. She's like a chew, and then she's like third or uh third first impression yeah but yeah like like the episode says timing is everything right yes. you know they it wasn't quite yet their time before but now it is you know and then we'll uh we can finish up the val and charlie uh charlie story when we get to sophie's ending yes yeah because yeah. all that comes together and plays together yeah and that's where that's where i started bawling i lost it yeah, because because like I mean, there was a little bit left in the apartment where like Charlie and Vale hash it out after Ellen leaves, and she wants a big family. He's adamant that he never wants kids, and yep. neither of them think that they'll change their mind. And so it's just like, what the fuck is gonna? You know, like you're sitting there watching this, you're like, what the fuck is gonna happen here? Like, are they really just gonna end things after all this? And we'll like I said, we'll we'll get to that one. We'll, we'll get, get to, to the that. end. Uh, and so then we had the little bit. This is actually the smallest uh, overall storyline, and it's the Sid and Hannah stuff. Yeah, it's the smallest, but it has a big impact. I mean, you know it does. I mean? Yeah. So they're <sighs> discussing. Uh, first off, they're discussing her fellowship and kind of like what that impact, how that is going to impact them and the wedding and everything. And and Sid, you know, he he at first he actual supportive. You know, they're going to be this bi-coastal power couple, John. Hell yeah. You know? One gets bagels. The other one got uh, 
uh, burritos. Burritos. Yeah. That's what it was. Bagels and burritos. And, uh, you know, she's going to wear a bikini while he's going to wear mittens. <laughs> I was I was a little intrigued by that. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I feel really bad because he really does try to be supportive at first. Yeah, and then, he does. And then reality sets in, and that's when these two start having problems. Yeah, they meet with their wedding planner, who we've never seen before. No. <laughs> it's like... Apparently they have a wedding planner, even though they've been planning it the whole time, but they have their own, they have a wedding planner too. Okay. Um, and she shows them the prices for the two weddings and Sid freaks out. Well, Man. I mean, I get it. I mean, it's like, a lot of money. Hannah keeps her cool. I feel like Hannah kind of had an idea, you know, cause she's been in entrenched in the wedding planning. So I think yeah. she kind of understood, okay, yeah, this is going to be expensive. Sid, as we've talked throughout the episodes, has been kind of not really pulling as involved. Yeah. He's not pulling his weight. It's a good way to put it. Uh, and is completely shocked at the price of these. Two oh letters. my God. So shocked. Yeah. I mean, and, I don't know what he was expecting to spend considering yeah. like she said, they're having two weddings. One of which is in fucking India. Yeah. So it's like, but if, if he needs that white horse, she can hook them up at a good rate because she's messing around with the horse guy. <laughs> yep, they are the white good. horse king, just like just like the tiger king, but for white horses. That's right. <laughs> now, hopefully, he didn't also kill Carol, you know, <laughs> help to kill Carol Baskin's husband or whatever the fuck happened in that show. I never watched it, so I actually have no idea what the fuck was going on in that tiger. <laughs> Joe Exotic kill, uh, was killed. By Carol Baskins and her husband. No, Joe or Exotic. No. Joe Exotic's in prison. Yeah, sorry. Something. I see. I see. I, I didn't the, watch it either. About her husband. I don't know if Joe Exotic was involved or if that's just Carol. I don't know. You guys can tell us. I don't really care though. <laughs> but yeah, so so they they kind of get into it a little bit down the road, yeah. and there's this huge hash out about the money aspect to it. Do, or, you know, she thought they would be this power couple, and he's like, "Well, we can't be a power couple when you're off doing your thing, and I'm trying to be here." Yeah, and it's it's really sad because it's a real argument that I I could see happening. Yeah, and it just it had the emotion of like I know this is a TV show, but it had like real emotion that where mm -hmm. it's like, and they yeah. and they make you question: Is this relationship about to end? Yeah, because like Hannah even says like you know, how are we supposed to do this? You know, yeah. or he, she's like, you, you kind of sound like you don't even want to be planning these weddings anymore. Yeah. You know, and like and, that and right there, it's like, Oh, come on. Don't, don't do this to me guys. Well, especially cause like she makes a comment at one point where, <laughs> or no, he makes the comment where he's like, you know, he goes, we're spending all this money going back and forth and stuff. He's like, we can't yeah. save money anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and he, and he expected her to be back after, you know, those few months. And now, you know, they're talking Another about a year. a year extension of this, of going back and forth and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, they're definitely not going to have any money doing that. And so, like, I get it. Plus, he's trying to keep a bar active. Like, yeah, that a bar that, as he has said in the past, is hemorrhaging money. So I guess we'll see. I mean, like, yeah. Because I mean, we'll finish up that storyline when we get back to the yeah, very man. end, too. Yeah, everything nicely. It's like usually the episodes start all together, 
branch out and sometimes they all come back together. This one, they started all branched out and they all filter in together at the end, which is which is nice. I like that for a finale. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, John. It's time to talk about Jesse Sophie and, and Jesse. Sophie. It's it's the big storyline. We've been waiting all week to, to find out what the fuck is going to happen. The end of last week, Sophie's at the restaurant. Jesse's late. Yep. You know he. You know she's sitting there wondering what the fuck is happening. What the fuck? And, and, and we find we out. Yep. What the fuck? Yeah, man. Because she's still sitting at the table at the beginning of yeah. her story. That's right. And Jesse comes running in. He's out of breath, and she's like, "You're late." And he goes, I know. I was going to take the subway, but that guy with the kids. <laughs> the, the guy dance. with the break dancing kid twins. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm more, I, I want to know this story. And I'm glad they give you like a little synopsis over it really quick. Like, he's like yeah. you know, like child labor laws and blah, blah, blah. And I didn't want to have a repeat like moment. Yeah. So Which means he's way. obviously had uh, a, a bad interaction with this dude before, which I think yeah. is funny. So he ran. <laughs> to yeah the restaurant and then he wants to be clean with sophie so he tells her everything yeah which i think was the right move absolutely. oh it was absolutely the right move yeah but so here's where like i'm i'm torn on the whole thing because it's like i do get it i wholeheartedly understand where he's like i'm gonna come clean but i think she overreacts to it because it's not like he's like i have feelings for her well, she doesn't know. She reacts positively because she's like, did you find the closure closure that you needed? And he's yeah, like, yes. And then, then she like, smiles. She's happy about that. Oh, yeah. No, it's the next day. It's when later. Yeah, about, because yeah. then they then they sleep together. They do. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the reaction slow. But yes. yeah, the reaction happens with the other stuff, um, which, yeah, I do believe she overreacts with the other stuff. So they sleep together twice. <laughs> and then the the during his the sleep, like yes. while Jesse is asleep, he pulls a Ted Mosby and says, "I love you, Sophie." In his sleep. Yep. Yeah. You ever told somebody you love them like that? I don't. Th- I mean, if so, they've never said anything. <laughs> what, is the, what is the most awkward "I love you" story you have? Oh uh, man. I mean, I. I've come, I've come close to a Ted Mosby and said it pretty early on, like within the first like week or so before. Uh, that relationship did not last long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, I mean, a lot of my early ones didn't last long anyways. But, uh, yeah, so Sophie freaks out and tries to sneak out of bed. Yes. And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I, I, he's asleep. It is what it is, you know. I yep. She's. I mean, we find out later on. She's so afraid of things, but her freak out is the thing that caused all the issues here. Oh you know yeah, what I mean, and if that's she, the thing. Like, if she hadn't freaked out, she wouldn't have pushed him back into the arms of Meredith. Yeah, it's 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 heartbreaking with with everything that that happened because if she had just kind of taken a breath. And thought of, and just kind of like it's not like he was awake and saying, "Hey, this is what I feel." And even after she talks to him about it, you know, like 
yeah, he says he, you know, he doesn't think it's all that crazy that it happened, but I mean, I don't, they've been kind of chasing each other all season, really. Well, so here's my question. Okay. If we were to parallel where we are in the How I Met Your Father storyline, what year? Uh, the year they are, they're in 2022 right now. Yeah. Right. They're, yeah. they're in our year. So, where are we with Ted? Would still be with Tracy at this point, then Tracy has yeah, to die. Tracy yet, doesn't right? die until 2024. There's a there's actually a scene in How I Met Your Mother set in 2022. If you remember, uh, it's the it's a shot of Tracy's in bed and Ted brings her the like hangover yes. cure and the yes. kids are there. Um, so like that's where they are in 2022. Because the whole Robin appearance, I was thinking about this, and I was like, well, we don't know what's going on in Robin's life at this point. We don't know if she's divorced from Barney no, yet. We point. do, though. We do know. Because they uh, she was only they were only married for three years. Oh, which so means they got yeah. divorced in 2016. So they've been divorced for like six years oh, at man. this point. Yeah. Because, so what? I, where I was going with this is, she gives Sophie that advice of like, you know, time is everything. Yeah. And knowing your timing, because she straight out says like Ted, she, well, she doesn't say it by name, but she's like, I had a guy tell me he loved me on the yeah. first date. And Sophie's like, yikes. And she's like, well, yeah, yikes. But he was speaking his heart. And there are things where like you, you hear it all the time. You can love somebody for four or five years and feel a specific way and meet somebody in two months feel that exact same way. Who's yeah. to actually say when you should tell somebody you love them because it's different with every person? No, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so, yeah, let's kind of talk about all that stuff. You know, she – Jesse gets pissed off. I mean, I wouldn't say pissed, but he's upset. Yeah, uh, he's totally upset because she should have talked to him about it. And, and he tells her to leave. You know, she, because she tells him, you know, maybe you should have taken, you know, Meredith up on, on her offer. Yeah. Cause this is where that comes up. He's yeah. like, you know, like I turned down going on the road and she's like, well, for what? That's yeah. your dream. Now I could be holding you back. Yeah. And he's like, but I don't, I don't want that with her. Yeah. Which I think is a respectable answer. Oh yeah. Like, absolutely. yes, this is what I want. I don't want that with Meredith though. I want that on my own. Yeah. And she's like, but I could be holding you back. And that yeah. idiot. Yeah. That and was so, a real idiot move on Sophie's part. It, it was. And so he, you know, rightly so, I think, asks her to leave. Yep. He's like, he, just go. And where does she go to soothe her problems? Except for the one place Josh <laughs> has wanted the entire season. Yes. McLaren's Pub. Hells yeah. The namesake to this podcast. Let's go to McLaren's, John. Hells yeah. Uh, and who do we meet first? Carl the bartender. Hells yeah. It's funny because she, she walks into the bar and he's standing there with his back to us. And I'm like, that's Carl right there. Yeah. I, was, I was like, oh, there's Carl. As soon as I saw the bald head, I was like, that's fucking Carl. And then he turns around. I was like, yes. And they're like she she orders the tries to order a whiskey and yeah, like she, she has no idea what like she's doing. Some weird way though, I want it neat straight. <laughs> she's up. like, yeah, I want it. Uh, no, how does she say it? Shit, now I don't remember because she's like, I want whiskey, something neat, 
straight up, which like are or no, no. She says straight up neat and on the rocks. That's what she says. Yes. And neat and on the rocks are are the opposite of one another. Yeah, which I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about, girl? On the rocks is with ice. I'm honestly not sure what straight up is. Uh, I'm pretty sure straight up means don't water it down. Oh, okay. So it's just yeah. Okay. So just the alcohol. Okay. Uh, well, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, he. I love it because he's like that. That that order makes no sense. And then, <laughs> We get a familiar voice. Yeah. And it's like all order. Blah, and it's Robin Sherbotsky. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you didn't catch the name drop like the five times we said it, then <laughs> shocker. Yes. Fucking Robin Sherbotsky, man. And, and uh, I love Sophie knows who she is. Yep. She, oh my God. You're Robin Sherbotsky. Now. If season two, if we don't see like bus ads or in random shit like that of Robin, I'm gonna be a little pissed because like we've already seen her. Yeah, they can start peppering in Metro News One shit or whatever. Uh, yeah, all over the place. Especially because we know Robin's still running for the news because Sophie literally says it. Yeah, so I I better see at least some <laughs> stuff like that. You know, give me a mustache Marshall billboard. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, yeah, so, like, we we kind of brushed over this a little bit. But, yeah, Robin pretty much tells Sophie, like, don't let this guy get away. Like, this is yeah. the guy, obviously. Timing yeah. is just what it is. Like, it happens when it happens. Yeah, she tells her, she's like, don't waste your time being scared, is, yeah. is what she says. She says the only things that she regrets in life are the things that she did out of fear, which I was like, that's that's – and that hits you, you know. Yeah, that was solid. Thinking advice. about that. However, um, though, and, and while they're so while they're sitting at the bar, because like eventually they move over to the booth, which yes. I was like, I was like, yes, the fucking booth. But while they're sit, they're at the bar talking, Robin, you know, she mentions, you know, uh, I used to spend a lot of time in here with my friends, you know, and all this stuff. And she multiple times she glances over at the booth, yeah, and you could just feel that like has she, that she misses it. He misses it. And it's like, wow, ju- just from a look, you get that. And I was like, man, that's that's some good shit right there. Well, she's straight out. I mean, like, because she says, like, they spent years sitting in the bar talking about their relationship problems and mm-hmm. all that. And she's <clears throat> that's why she listens to Sophie because, you know. Yeah. And then so when she tells Sophie to, like, you know, go handle the situation, like, I'm like, yeah, that's the Robin we know. But, yeah. you know, in her head. She misses Ted. She knows she missed her opportunity to have that great guy. Yeah, because she. I mean, she, you you kind of get a little bit of that when when she mentions the whole the 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 guy who said I love you on the first date. Yep. And uh, and Sophie's like, yeah, he must have been a piece of work. And she's like, yeah, he he was a piece of work, but a good piece of work. But a good piece of work. You yeah. Know? And, and you can kind of see that in her face. You know, she's like, you can see that she misses him. I mean, besides Ted, she I only ever dated She misses, because at this point, she's kind of separated herself from most of the gang. Yeah. Really. You know, we, we know that from watching the show, Yeah, that she does that after, you know, she gets kind of bigger. Um, and you can tell she misses all of them. I mean, know? they're her best friends. Like, yeah. you know, they spent years together. Yeah. So Sophie runs upstairs to try and, you know, fix things with Jesse. And what does she see, Josh? Jesse's already got Meredith there, and they're making out. And it's oh like, man, they're like 
It's like, I don't know how long Sophie was in the bar. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. They were at the bar talking. Then they went and moved over to the booth. So they were probably there for a little bit. But like, goddamn, man, he didn't fucking wait. Didn't wait at She all. probably walked out the door and he's like, doo, 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 doo. hey, Meredith, come on over. I'm going to go on tour with you. Let's make out. But here's the thing, though. He wanted time to think about shit. Yeah. And yet you're going to call Meredith? Like, your head is really fucked up. And you're calling Meredith? Yeah. I was like, oh. So Sophie goes back downstairs and she starts venting to Robin a little bit more. Yeah. And Robin's like, look, this isn't the end. You know, this is, again, where timing is everything. And she's like, you're right. And, you know, this is where another part of the story kicks in because, like, we were talking about the whole captain storyline. Yeah, there there was one other thing that I wanted to mention though, and this is the the it ties it to what the thing that I said I wish had happened that didn't happen. Okay. Um. So while her and Robin were talking, before this is before she goes upstairs, she she tells her, uh, you know, talk, you know, talk, go and talk to yourself twenty years in the future. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it made me think of the episode with Ted, and he's talking to all the future oh versions God, of him and Barney. Yeah. You know, and I was really, really hoping we'd get Kim Cattrall and Hillary Duff interacting. That like would she would cool. talk to her future self, you know, in her mind or whatever, and we would get to see that. But we didn't, unfortunately. I was really, I don't know, I was really hoping to get that. I mean, even if they did what they did in the episode with Barney and Ted, they could have had, like, a freeze frame moment where it's just, like, her sitting across from herself. And she's like, look, if you don't go up there and do this, you're going to regret it. Or, like, maybe, like, she goes upstairs and before she rounds the corner, maybe she hesitates. And then that's where Kim Cattrall pops in. And she's like, you got to do this. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I think it would have been... I would have really was, enjoyed that a lot. I don't know. I, I was thinking something similar to that when I was watching the episode. Like, are they going to do this? And then they didn't. And I was, yeah, I was, I, I was kind of. I think that's the only thing I would have added, honestly. Fair, and that's yeah. that's fair. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, also, one one other thing I just want to say. Robin and Carl had some great banter. It was awesome to see them. They back, did kind of back together doing their thing at the bar. That whole scene. Ah, it filled my heart with joy. I I will say this. When Robin's leaving the bar to leave, leave, and, Mm -hmm. like, after, like, Sophie comes back down and she's getting ready, she looks at Sophie, she goes, look, we'll do this again in 20 years, but you've got to pay, because Mama ain't made of cash. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Pure Robin right there. TV reporter who just picked up probably, like, a good, like, $200 tab. Yeah, and you're like next time you've got to pay though because Mama ain't got money. Now, what would you have thought if when 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 Sophie first sees her, if she was like, oh, "You're Robin Sparkles," that would have been even funnier. <laughs> that just I, that just crossed my mind right now. I'm like, oh man, that would have been pretty goddamn funny. It wouldn't have it wouldn't hit the same emotional marks, you know, because no. it would have been too much, you know, humor or whatever. I think for that moment, but. I would have laughed. I'll say that much. <laughs> I mean, it, it would have been funny. You are correct. <laughs> so then uh, Sophie goes off to her her photo thing. Yep, over to the gallery. This is where all the, all the storylines kind of start to come back together because yes. she sees her picture hanging up there, and it's, you know, it's Jesse, and she's she's really emotional about it because you can clearly tell that photo yeah. meant the world to her. 
Yeah. And it's it's fucking huge. It looks beautiful up there. Yeah, it does. And it's her first art exhibit. Yeah. And then the first people to show up to congratulate her are Valentina and Charlie. Yep. Which amazing. Yeah. And then Sid and Hannah show up. Well, Ellen's Ellen's in between. Oh no, you're right. Ellen yeah. was in between. And we that's where we learned that that she and Rachel are gonna go out on a date. And then and she that she, and that she got the job at Goliath yeah. Market. So uh that's which is great for her. Yeah. And absolutely. and then Sid and Hannah show up yep. and they're like, listen, about <laughs> the weddings, they're off. Yeah. And instantly my fucking heart dropped, man. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah. I was like, oh no. And he's like, because it already happened. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you fucking bastards. <laughs> I'm like, they got us with the fucking fake out. They did, man. They did. And I was, and I was like, throughout the episode, I was like, just fucking get a, just a lope, guys. Yeah. Like, if this thing's going to cause you this much stress and it's going to cost all, just fucking a lope. And they did. And I was like, yes. Fucking well, A, man. I was like, why don't they just like do a basic legal marriage? Yeah. And then just have a couple of celebrations, and you could do like a a mock marriage. Yeah, and like absolutely down the road when you get the the money, you can you can have uh, a quote unquote wedding to yeah. celebrate with you know, when you have the ability I'm to. Not, I'm not gonna lie; I don't know why more people don't do something like that because people are out there spending money they don't have to get fucking married to somebody. Where like 95 percent of the time, no offense, get divorced down the road. That's separated. true. So why am I going to spend ten grand on a fucking wedding when you're not going to promise me in five years you're still going to love me, bitch? I'm going to put a cheap ring on your hand that I looked for with all my fucking heart, and we're going to go down to the courthouse. We're going to have a cheap ass marriage, and then we're going to throw a big party with all our friends. And we're going to get fucking wasted, and we're going to have stories to tell for years from that. Fair, fair. <laughs> so so then um they're gonna celebrate the whole hannah and sid getting married so okay i don't know if, if you had this thought but to for me i felt really weird about the fact that sid and hannah are sharing this big fucking news and jesse's not there i thought that you know, it's Sid's best friend. Sid's best friend. And he didn't bother to show up, you know, because of everything going on. Obviously, he didn't know that that was going to happen, but it's, it also, just felt really weird to me. Not in a bad way for the show, just like situationally for the I'm for also the game. not going to lie. It's kind of <laughs> shitty that they dropped the news when they did because this is Sophie's big moment. That's true. They probably this just could, they couldn't exhibit. hold it in, man. They just couldn't I, hold it in. I get that, but this is her first exhibit. Yeah, and like you just took all the flavor out of her being there. Well, I mean, hey, you know, maybe it made maybe it made the night more interesting. I don't know. Although I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, knowing that Robin at this point had been on the episode and they were in an art exhibit, I almost expected Lily to be there. That would have been pretty dope. I was ex- I was wondering if uh, the captain was gonna be there because he's yeah. an art guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Which so is like, why I-, I thought Lily. Yeah. So, but it's funny that you mentioned the captain because this is where their story arc finishes. Yeah, and we go back to Kim Cattrall. Well, we 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 find out first off, like Sophie and, and oh, yeah. Vale tell each other about their situation. They don't they don't go into detail. Both of them no. are like not tonight, not but tonight. they're they're letting each other know that their relationships with these people are 
are not happy or done. Yeah. You know, it's Charlie and, and Vale officially broke up. We find out because we didn't really know that no. until this. Um, you kind of have the wonder if because like it, it, it seemed like that's what was going to happen. No matter, you know what I mean. No matter what. Um, and so, but yeah, they they kind of move past that, and then yeah, we cut over to future Sophie, and we get yep. an explanation. Well, because they, like I said, they go back to the courtroom and they're talking with the captain. And this is where, like, she's like, I want the boats, the boats, and the boats. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to have all the ones except for this one because of what they're doing. Yeah. And the son's like, oh, my God. And she's like, yep. And he's like, please tell me, Becky, let him have the boat. And then I didn't catch this the first time. I caught it when I watched it again this morning before we recorded they do a voiceover as they're back in the gallery and it's Val, uh, Val and Sophie and it's future Sophie's voice that says, Nope. Nope. And then Val's like, Oh my God, he came. And Sophie's like, who? And then she turns around. Josh is Prince Charming is standing there. What? What? That's right, Ian, motherfuckers. I will give you that, man. You called it. Ian would come in and the yeah, zero. I mean, hour. It, it made no sense to me that they would introduce this guy in the first episode. Yeah. He'd leave, and then we would never see him again. Yeah, because they didn't know if this season was gonna no. get picked up for a second. But I will say this though, <laughs> with the way they played the storyline. With the captain and Becky, and captain just happened to be in the guy who owned the boat. Yeah, that was a really well played hand. Yeah, did not I see that coming. Yeah, I didn't either. I was like, how the fuck are the captain and Becky gonna gonna tie into all of this? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm intrigued, but it's like, how the fuck? And they played it perfectly. Oh, they played it so well. Yeah. So was, then, all great. the storylines at this point are congruent, and they're playing out. So we know that uh, Val and Charlie are done. Sid yep. and Hannah are married. Yep. Ellen got her job, and she's got a date with Rachel. Yep. Sophie and Jesse are, you know, going to take a break apparently, yeah. but we don't officially know what's happening with Jesse because yeah. he wasn't there at the end of this. We don't know what's going on with Drew at this point. Well, she broke up with Drew. She we did, may but- or may not see him again. We might. He might pop in again later on. Who knows? Uh yeah, her Jesse's gonna leave for this tour, and that'll probably well, be the break the thing, between though. seasons. We don't know he's leaving on tour though. I bet you he will. I bet I, you he, he probably will. will, but he'll probably he'll probably go on tour with her and who knows what will happen there, but that'll probably be like I said, the the break between seasons. Season two will pick up and he'll be coming back from the tour or something. Probably. I feel like as well. And but here's what my question is, because that'll be a long time. You know what I mean? That'll be that'll be months. You know, yeah, of, of them out like, on tour, do like a summer. And so, my question then is, do you think her and Ian will have been dating that amount of time? Maybe, at least feeling things out. Yeah. So, like, it, it, things could get interesting and complicated, John. So, overall thoughts on the season finale. I thought it was a perfect season finale, you know, for, for everything that we got, you know, it, it culminated all the stories that we had been kind of building toward. It didn't just give us, you know, a happy ending to everything. There were, there was some heartbreak in there, you know, twists and turns. We got fucking, we got 
McLaren's and the booth. We got Carl. We got Robin. We got more of the captain and Becky. And we got the pineapple confirmation. All kinds of awesome stuff that ties you into the world of how I met your mother. Yeah. While still building on everything that they've done for the last nine episodes for this. I thought it was fantastic, man. I couldn't have asked for anything more out yeah. of the season finale. And that's yeah. that's exactly what I'm going to leave it at. Simple like that. I couldn't have asked for anything more. Yeah. So here's my question now to you. What are your thoughts on the season overall? Knowing what we know now, I love that we, I mean, we've seen the characters grow so much in 10 episodes. Yeah. You know, like Ellen <laughs> is kind of pulling her own and Charlie's trying to deal with everything and Sid's doing what he can to save a bar. Yeah. <laughs> I think <coughs> Sophie's I think, just trying. Oh, sorry. So I think the person who grew the most is probably Valentina. You know, I, she, I she comes into this series as this party girl who, you know, never had a serious relationship, never had said, I love you to anybody. And she falls in love with this guy and is now talking about having a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I I think she has probably grown the most throughout this entire, entire season. I don't know. And yet she's the one who suffers the most at the yeah, end. Yeah, she does, man. And that sucks. So I, I don't know what's going to happen in season two. I'm so glad that we're getting a 20 episode second season. We're going to get yes. more. Um, Cause I, dude, if Hulu had been like, nah, we're good. We're not going to pick this up. I would have been so angry. I feel like Hulu kind of needs some shows right now. They've got a lot, but they don't have this. This is one for like, like Disney's pulling out like all their stops right now with like, let's bring back the, like the, like there's a lot of talks. Daredevil's coming back. Yeah. Um, And people are like, yes, Hulu's got to have something to be able to combat these other streaming devices. And it's like, I know that Hulu has, has their own original content. I, I understand that. But when I look at when I look at streaming platforms, Hulu, the only thing I typically use Hulu for are like network television shows where they do the re when they you know put yep. them up after they've already aired. They're not original shows. Yep. You know? But I know that they have some because like I watched um Pam and Tommy, the Pamela Anderson, Tommy yep. Lee one. Uh, and that was an original. But again, that's just a limited series, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think what was the other one I watched? Oh, only murders in the building. I think was Fair. a Hulu one, and that yeah, was yeah. that was really good too. But like, you don't hear as much about this Hulu one. So yeah, I agree. I think they need. I think this show has probably been getting them some more exposure because I mean, How I Met Your Mother was a big a big oh, yeah. show. You know yeah. what I mean? And so to to have this on there, I think I think is going to help them. And yeah. 20 episode second season, man. I am excited and uh, I hope it doesn't take forever to come out. Okay. <laughs> That's all I can say for that. So, all right. Uh, do you have any final thoughts on either the episode or the season as a whole? No, I think we've pretty much driven it to the limit. Yeah, man. It, it, we drove the Chevy to the levee. That's what we did. And uh, well, I'm sure we'll do it again. Uh, I'm excited to get into it when it starts up for the next season. Whenever that happens to be, it's going to be a good time. So uh, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you at, man? I mean, listen, people, I tell you this every time. <laughs> Jump on over Twitter right here. It's simply saying J1. Check out my podcast. Check out my blog. Both of them are entertaining. 
sometimes more than others. But if you want me, that's where I'm at. Or you can find me on Facebook at J. John Made. I'm also there. I'm always willing to talk. We can talk How I Met Your Mother. We can talk wrestling. We can talk about this fat fuck sitting next to me. What? I love him. <laughs> uh, again, that's where you find me. Seriously, though, jump on over to Josh's content because Josh has a lot better content. Hey, man, I try. I do what I can. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R, as well as right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. If you're watching this on YouTube, you are on the Merc with a Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and click that little bell, wherever the fuck that sucker is, wherever it is. I don't even know. Never know. I think it moves, John. I swear. I think I so. I never know where it is. <laughs> it's funny. You really undersell your Merc with a movie blog page. So I'm going to take this second and tell you guys. He has, oh, God, what is it? What? Oh, Once Upon a Marvel? Oh, what a Marvel. Oh, what a Marvel. Yeah, I cover, I, cover all the, I cover all the Disney plus Marvel shows and some other Marvel stuff as well. I did uh, MODOK, the Hulu series yes, that they did. did, which was really good. Listen, he's got stuff about the Schmodown on here. If you guys are fans of the Schmodown, he has trailer reviews, which yep. I have taken and helped with on a couple of occasions. I do some Star Wars stuff. I have a show called Old Mando. Yep. I do the, the Mandalorian universe. Uh, Didn't you also universe. just do a Book of Boba Fett? Yep, yep. It's because that's part of the Mandalorian universe. Yep. L- listen, people, he has great content. And it's not just here at Merc with the movie blog. Don't forget to jump on over to DC News. DC Comics News. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, this man puts out the content. If you need people to help with your content, if you need people to look over your content, he is an available person to help do that kind of stuff. He runs several different blogs. He is your blog guy. Boom. And you know what, John? You do stuff too because we are on another podcast together. We are. We also have Off the Ropes with John and Josh. (laughs) Uh, We've been running that since... Uh, 2006, 2007? No, roughly? 2012. The original version was 2012. Was uh, it really? So it's been 10 years? 10 years this wow, year. 10 yeah. years. Well, we took a, a big gap in between. But. Yeah, but this new iteration has been running for the last almost two years. Yeah. Uh, now, so, uh, and I like where, we're, where we are now with it. Yeah. Really uh, we're like recording it. a new episode this upcoming Saturday. It's going to be a tribute to uh, the recently deceased Scott Hall. So if you guys are wrestling fans, please check us out on Off the Ropes. Uh, JJ on all platforms. Yeah, at Off the Ropes, JJ. Definitely check that out. Uh, And again, with this podcast, if you're listening to it on Anchor, uh, anchor.fm slash last call, H-I-M-Y-M. Please leave us a voice message. We will uh, definitely, we want to hear those. We'll play it on air. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and if you're on Apple or Spotify, you can leave us a five-star review. If you write something, we will read that on air as well. Uh, and be sure to ca- follow us on Twitter at Last Call, H-I-M-Y-M. That's H-I-M-Y-M for How I Met Your Mother. Uh, <laughs> follow us there. And, uh, you know, we'll get back to you. We'll interact, you know. I'll interact. Oh, yeah. I'll tell John what you said, and then he'll tell me, and I'll interact for him. You know how it works. I'll be like... You write this down. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. <laughs> that's right. Ball lickers all day. But, uh, yeah, that's about all I got for him, man. What do you got for him? Listen, guys, for off the ropes, or uh, I mean, how I met your father, <laughs> you don't have to go home.
but you can't listen here. We'll see catch you, next you next time. time.